Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform to raise awareness for NPD. Get more people into therapy like myself, four years strong, October 2017, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Um, today's episode is going to be about the age old question, how to communicate with a narcissist? Simple, simple question, right? How, how should I talk to my narcissistic partner? How do I co-parent? How do I talk to the narcissist I have to co-parent with? And all this, all this debt and the fourth and, and the jazz and the, the stuff like that, the, the jello pudding. <laughs> um, but for real, y'all, the simplest way to communicate with a narcissist is straightforward. It's directly to them. It's like you have to go directly to the point. There's no beating around the bush. There's no, um, there's no beating around the bush. There's no none of that right there. You have to go straight forward to the point, like directly, directly to them. You cannot leave room for interpretation, and that's way easier said than done. You can ab- you can absolutely not leave room for interpretation with a narcissist because they will interpret it the way they want to. You have to be directly to the point. Directly to the point. Camera died, y'all. So that's why a little jump scene, jump cut right there, like a <laughs> like a movie right there. Um, but I have extra batteries now. Thank goodness. Um, but yeah, you have to go directly to the point. There, don't leave any room for interpretation. Like if you, let's just say a nar. This is yeah. I know I talk about cheating a lot because I know not all narcissistic people cheat, but. The, but like cheating is the easy example, easiest example. Or I can use lying. Let's do let's use lying because uh, yes, all narcissistic people lie. Everybody lies, but narcissists lie for no reason a lot of times. Um, let's just say a narcissist lied to you about how much money you have. Hey, you have ten thousand dollars in the bank, right? And a narcissist, you know, you have ten thousand dollars in the bank. But you ask the narcissist, like, how much money do we have in the bank? And they say, oh, six thousand. And you just know it's a blatant lie. Like, why did and you ask them, like, hey, look, to, to communicate that you know they lied to you and you don't leave room for interpretation. Look, I know look, I know for a fact that there we both know for a fact that there is ten thousand dollars in the bank. I have no I have no look, you don't hate lying right there was unnecessary. Please don't do it again. And then don't sit right there. You don't have to wait on a response. Communicate what you communicate directly to them. And now you, of course, you have to use discretion. I hate, I hate when I have to say, say that. But of course, you have to use discretion because some narcissistic people will get violent and put their hands on you, or scream and yell at you and rage out on you. you but you still need to talk directly to the point. Of course, use discretion, but talk directly to the point. And when you get your point across, when you say your your piece, just say it. Just say what you have to say, literally. And this is not trying. This is this is for the people who have to, who cannot leave these relationships for whatever reason. Albeit the trauma bond, albeit finances, albeit, you can't leave immediately. You want to leave sometimes and whatnot, but you can't leave immediately. This is building up to it. 
So I can't get my point. I can never get my point across because they want to argue and talk and talk and talk. Don't let them talk too much. Y'all be engaged. Stop engaging. You don't have to. Somebody said um, you don't have to attend every argument that you're invited to. You don't. You absolutely do not. One hundred percent do not have to attend every argument that you're invited to. You don't. Why would you? Why would you? You want to attend like, okay, we're going to argue right now for what? What are you arguing for? What's the point that you, what are you going to get out of arguing right here? You know, and so, so that's why I say you don't leave room for interpretation. You say what you want to say directly to the point. You know, it takes a while. Sometimes it takes a while to think about it. Don't just blurt it out because you blurt it out. You're going to leave room for interpretation and then you're going to be gaslit and you're going to argue. You end up arguing. A lot of people let narcissistic people, you let narcissists talk too much. You know, you get, you try to get your point across. You say your piece directly the way it needs to be said, but then you let them talk too much. You don't have to attend every argument you invited to. I know it's tough to say it's easier said than done, but literally y'all, if you have to live with somebody like that, then you have to just say your piece and then just, you know, I, I tone, I would tone out, but again, you have to use discretion because you're going to sit right there and argue, get called bad names and things like that. Get, you know, get to fussing and fighting and things like that. It is just, it's a rough experience. You know, just, just when people try to used to try to communicate with me, the, the, it, it also depends on what you're trying to communicate. If it's good things, if you're trying to communicate something good, whatever, you know, that's simple. You can just communicate something good. But sometimes they'll flip it on you anyway. They'll flip something. They'll flip you sharing good news to them on you somehow. It's weird as hell, y'all. But if you have to share some bad news or you have to uh, confront them with something, or you feel like you you need to confront them with something directly to the point, y'all. Don't beat around the bush. Do not ever start a conversation with "I'm not trying to argue," because then they automatic you automatically put them on the defensive. Hey, I'm not trying to fight. You automatically put them on the defensive. You know, can we talk? Put them on the defensive. I'm just saying this stuff right there puts them on the defensive. Those are defensive words for narcissistic people. Like what you say first matters. When you communicate with a narcissist, what you say first matters. Any, any of those statements or any kind of iterations or variations of those statements put narcissistic people on the defensive, put toxic people on the defense. They don't, they're not playing, they, they go right into the defensive stance. You know, I, hey, can we talk? What Talk, talk about what? Argue, now you into, now you already, you already put them in the mood that you're about to share some BS with them that they don't, that they don't want to hear. It's not really BS, it's BS to them. You know, something about your feelings. Hey, can we talk about my feelings? Nope. Shut down. Nope. Just say it. Just say it. You don't need permission to talk. Of course, use discretion because sometimes you do in your household if they are putting their hands on you, which they should be called the police on. But that's for another that's for another video. Um, But yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. Use discretion when you're dealing with toxic people. You have to, because if you don't, you end up gaslit, you end up manipulated and you end up tied up and messed up. You know what I mean? So when you're dealing with toxic people, when you're dealing with narcissistic people, understand that that's the way of the world right there. That's how it's going to go a lot of times right there. You know, directly to the point. Watch what you said. The first words out of your mouth are going to absolutely matter. The first words you say to engage with that person are going to matter because if they you have to take take yourself out of the equation. You know this person better than I do. You probably know them better than they know themselves, honestly, because, you know, if you, you if you can predict their patterns and how they're going to react, you can talk, you can communicate what to what I'm not going to say this is going to be good communication, but you can get your point out of your mouth. You mean 
it's like narcissistic people. It's kind of like we put you on word counters. You don't get so many words before they interrupt you, before they shut you down. So what you what you say to the person has to be cohesive, and don't emotionally react. Don't get into your emotions. I promise you, because that's another thing. You know what I mean don't be emotional. Don't be crying when you go talk to them because they don't want to hear none of that. I'm just telling you, it's easier said than done. If y'all want to stay in this relationship, if you, you try to stay in this relationship. This is what you have to deal with. You see how how you have to bend. And, and mold yourself into something that you really don't want to be to stay in this toxic ass relationships for what for what gain again you know what are you gaining here but this is how you communicate straight to the point don't like there's no don't beat around the bush and this is not me trying to get y'all to stay in toxic relationships i know people are gonna like well lee just did a whole video trying to get us to stay no I, no the hell i didn't i'm just saying because i know everybody can't leave everybody's situation is different everybody can't leave because of finances everybody can't leave because of isolation and location aloneness everybody can't leave because of kids and situation and you know, those moving pieces you know everybody can't leave because of just pure fear sometimes they think you're gonna get unalive if you leave you know so there's a lot of moving pieces. So I'm trying to I'm trying to come from a point of understanding, y'all. I'm trying to teach y'all how to communicate if you have to communicate. And don't, look, don't raise your... I'm just telling y'all, if, y'all, if you want to argue, raise your voice. Tone, look, tone matters. The tone of your voice matters because if you go in there with a loud tone, get ready. The, the defense, they're going to go immediately go on defense. I know y'all just like, y'all listen to a video, you're just like, well, why we got to communicate with them like this? I'm just telling you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have to alter your phone communication to work and to stay in this relationship if this is what you want. This is how it has to be right here. You know, if you stay in these relationships. So tone matters. The first words out of your mouth matters because your tone and what you say first matters. This goes straight to the point. Hey, I don't. Hey, excuse me. I don't like that you lie. You didn't need to lie to me about that. You, you could have just been honest. There's one sentence that couldn't. That, that, there's one sentence. You know, you might want to use the word lie because when you in, that's lie is an insult because you called him a liar. Um, we both know that's not true. Just don't use the, the words you use matter too. I feel like I'm have, teaching you how to communicate with a kid because narcissistic people. A lot of a lot of us ex- experienced arrested development where we are you know emotionally delayed. So yes, we might have the, the emotional capacity of a young of a teenager or younger than the teenager of an adolescent, whatever age the trauma happened. That's going to be the age that they might, they might be stuck at emotionally. So, yeah, they don't know how to regulate their emotions. So watch out for the words. Liar is an accusation. You know, liar, liar, using the word liar is an insult to them. So you will be you will be insulting them 100 percent. I promise you if you call them a liar. Hey, you didn't need to lie. Boom. Lie. I ain't a lie. You got me a liar. Boom. See? Hey, we both know. Like, actually, there's this. Just, just correct the misinformation right there. Hey, we both know there's actually ten thousand dollars in the bank account. Um, you can check if you need to, and then just leave right there. You just communicated your point. You didn't call them a liar, and then the tone was okay. That might work right there. And I'm just telling you more stuff that might work because you can go in there and just say, "Hey, why you lie about how much money is in the account?" Boom! Now y'all arguing for five hours. For what? For what? And your point won't get across. You, they will talk about your mom and your dad and how you grew up. <laughs> All this stuff will be brought up for a conversation because you knew they were lying. 
you know, you just try to correct some misinformation. So you have to be you have to be wary of what you're going through. You have to understand what you're going through. This is not the end. This is not the end, y'all. It's not a finality. There's not a finality here. I feel like you have to be able to stand in your truth, stand in your power, and understand it, what you go through. You know, it's either what you go through or what you grow through. You know, are you going through it or are you growing through it? There's two different things. There's two different forms right there, y'all. So communicate, like I said, watch you. Gotta, I'm t I'm serious. I feel like I'm teach you. I feel like I'm talking. To, I I feel like I'm telling you how to communicate with a child, honestly. So you gotta watch what you say. You gotta watch how you say it, and you gotta be directly straight to the point. There's no beating around the bush. There's no twiddling your fingers. Body language, your body language matters. Your stance matters. All this stuff matters. Tone matters. You know, and watch what you say. I feel like. I, that is a weird video for me, y'all. But I hope this brought some clarity to you on how to communicate with some if you have to. And in co-parenting situations, is the same thing. You might have to look up counter-parenting. You know, because they, they, narcissistic people typically don't co-parent. They count they counter-parent, which means they're just they're just going to go against everything that you want because you want it. You know. But anyways, y'all, yeah, look at parallel parenting too, which means y'all just you know look at parallel parenting. That helps you with the co-parenting thing. Because when you when you have to communicate when you're parenting with them, just keep it as less as possible. Again, straight to the point. You know, try to funnel the communication down to just one or two forms of communication, not seven, not eight. They shouldn't be able to contact you through Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, WhatsApp, Facebook, text, call, they, FaceTime. This is too much, y'all. This is too much. Funnel it down to email or something like that. Email or text message. You know, keep and document everything as well. But anyway, y'all, I hope this episode brought you some clarity. I hope it brought you some peace and I hope it actually helps you live a more, you know, desirable life until you can get out of those situations. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all because guess what? As much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace. And my podcasters, I really, truly appreciate y'all as well. Y'all know I do. You know I really, really do. It's a tough life out here for narcissists and the narcissist code. Yesterday we had 408, I think. We at now four eleven more positive reviews. Thank y'all so much. You know, y'all get on here. Thank y'all so much, y'all. Um, hit that five stars for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.